Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song It's a good song, just as it should song American Brews and Tunes When I go back Baltimore Ain't no carpets on my floor Come along here Whoa! Just like before, there is a microphone in front of us. What the heck? How'd that happen? Ah, uh, Christmas miracle, if you know what I'm saying. I guess so. But at any stance, welcome again to another episode of Brews and Tunes. That's American Brews and Tunes. Which episode number is this, Jesse? It is number eight, of course. That's correct. Well, in case you're very unfamiliar with this podcast or you've been living under a rock... <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is a bi-weekly podcast in which Jesse recommends a indie album for me to listen to, and I recommend a punk rock album for him to listen to. After we listen to said albums for two weeks, we come together and talk about them, all while trying a brand new beer. American Brews and Tunes. Yeah! Well, let's get into this episode. Sounds good. All right. Before we drink our beer, let's just say what the albums are that we listen to. You had me listen to Contra by Vampire Weekend this past week. That is true. And you had me listen to Anthem by Less Than Jake. And I know we're supposed to save our summaries for the end, but Anthem by Less Than Jake is a better album than Contra by Vampire Weekend. <laughs> Without further ado... So says you. So says the world. So uh, says you. So says me and the world. So says you. Just you. All right. Well... While my opinions continue to be validated, let's talk about our beers. All right, uh, so what do you have this week? Stop laughing and tell the world about your beers. Uh, I have a beer by Stone. Oh, Stone! Never and heard of them. I'm sure you all can guess what Stone beer, not what actual beer it is, but what type what of beer it is. It is, of course, an IPA. Oh. And this is, uh, this is one of their newer ones I from their... I thought you were going to say, like, a, a blonde... No, you did it. <laughs> We're brown ale. I just kidding. Just kidding. Um, this beer is from their Virginia commemorative collaboration, which means um, it was brewed in their new brewery in Virginia, correct? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They just opened up a brewery in Virginia, uh, which is actually pretty close to us, or closer, closer than, than California, California, anyway. So, what is your beer? My beer is called "Give Me IPA or Give Me Death." Wow, that's pretty hard. And it is a India Pale Ale brewed with raspberries and blackberries from the Commonwealth of VA. Oh, or as some people call it, VA, or some people call it Virginia. Yeah. Not West Virginia. True, not West Virginia. Yeah, that place is scary. Not just kidding. VA. We like West Virginia. Wink, wink. <laughs> We've been there one time. We drove through it. No, we stayed there. I don't remember. That was on a Genevans tour. I was, choose not to it remember. At, it was at Greg's church. Whatever. Anyway. Anyways, I, just by happenstance, I also am drinking a Stone beer. Mm, we love Stone. But uh, actually, it's a collaboration between Stone and Sierra Nevada. Both which good breweries. I feel like Sierra Nevada's got more of a uh, commercially yeah. wide distribution. Yeah, I they're like more... I see them all over the place. Yeah, they're more like traditional. Yeah, they got, they got a wider they don't uh, like name have, they don't have maybe. They don't have one focus, yeah. But anyways... What they this beer is called the NXS, which I don't know, maybe like the band's like in excess, but it's spelled out N X S. N X S. I think it's north and south. Well, yeah, it is, but N X S because Sierra Nevada is probably in one of these stars in the bottle. 
They're both and in California. Stone is probably one of the stars. We guess. We guess. If you look at the bottle, it, the label actually is a um, the state of California, but it's made up of little hop flowers. Yeah, it's a pretty hop cones. Uh, makes me want to just eat. I don't even know what hop flowers taste like, but I want to eat one. It <laughs> probably tastes pretty good. Probably, probably tastes yeah. pungent. Probably tastes really pungent. But anyways, here's what the description of the beer says. A dry... Here, I'm going to lean in close to the microphone to get an announcer voice. A dry hopped India Pale Ale blended with an India Pale Ale aged on rye whiskey barrels and gin-infused bourbon barrels. Wow. I'm most excited to see if I can taste the gin-infused bourbon barrels. Well, that's exciting about mine, but I'm excited about your beer to see if it's like if, if it's, it's got like any really, raspberry colors it's like in really it. like really fruity. Oh, oh yeah, and the I want to see if it's it, red. Yeah. yeah, if it's got a redness to it. Do you want to bet on what color it's going to be? I bet that I'm I'm not going to be able to find any red. What do you think? Um, I think there's going to be it's going to be like a rusty color, like yeah. a slightly slightly red, slightly orange. Whatever. Um, uh, that makes more sense. I think it's going to be uh, just a, a standard like golden copper color. Okay. I mean. It's very possible that you're right. So what are we going to bet? What are we going to wager here? Uh, whoever loses this one has to buy somebody a beer. Okay. I believe that's what we wagered last let's time, Let's handshake. Too. All right. Shake! Shh. Oh, let's do that again. <laughs> let's do that. I like that noise. Okay. Whoosh! I also came up with a cool catchphrase that we're going to say on Brews and Tunes from now on. I was just <laughs> typing out stuff on Facebook, and this came to be, Yahoo and cheers. Yahoo and cheers. I like it. So let's Yahoo and cheers, and then crack our beers. And it oh, wow. All right, so say it. Yahoo, Yahoo and cheers. Let's crack our, our beers. beers. <laughs> I did my, my beer cracked really fast and was quiet. Oopsies. Oh, it's foamy. It's foamy. Oh, don't let it foam over. Well, All right. Let's I see. Let's see what color this beer is. Yeah, Jesse's pouring out his beverage into his nice little pint glass. It's a little baby pint glass that says "Record Store Day." Whoa! I think we're both wrong. Kind of just dark. It's it's, it's like, like brown, an, it's like, like an, amber. It's darker than an amber, I think. It's like a light brown. I, I'd say it it's like is. That, that's like a mild light brown ale. That's what it looks like. Yeah, we're definitely both wrong. We're both wrong. One. So essentially, we owe ourselves. We have to buy ourselves a beer. Yeah, which is, I mean... That's fine oh by well. me, dude. That's Before we take right. a sip, let me pour out my brewski, which still continues to foam out. Oh, nice. Oh, 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 oh. easy, Steven. Pour gently. <laughs> Give myself a little pep talk here, guys. <laughs> All oh, right. my goodness. All right, well that, well, that looks a little bit like more what I was expecting. Yeah. So Jesse's beer is really dark. Yeah. It, uh, if you can imagine like a brown ale, like a Newcastle... It might look like that, but slightly less brown. All right, so let's, you know, let's let's say the magic words and let's try our brews. All right. All right. And as always, the magic words are... Don't crack my glass. Whoa! Holy cow! I can taste the barrels. Really? I'm not sure if I can... I'm not sure if I'm picking up on the gin-infused bourbon barrels... But I'm definitely tasting like a, a a whiskey or a bourbon barrel. It's uh, it's potent and it's taking over all of the hop flavor. I, I'm as the beer warms up, maybe I'll find more hop flavors. But yeah, it was just a punch in the teeth of barrel flavor. I'm kind of thinking it's the same. It's gonna be the same thing with these because like right now I just have this really oh, intense, there's one burp for me. This really intense, awesome hop flavor right now. Yeah, and not much of a berry flavor. So maybe as it warms up, it'll. Uh, 
start to taste more like berries. I Fair hope enough. it does. Can you taste any berries? Uh, um, let me try again. I don't think so, though. He's going in for a second sip, so I'll do the same. Oh, wow, wow. Only slightly right off the bat. I'm thinking maybe I can actually get a little bit of the, um, a little bit of the gin flavor. Really? Uh, it like it how, also well, might I mean, be my imagination because like it, that might be the hops coming through that I'm thinking yeah, is I mean, the gin flavor. Yeah, I mean, gin is naturally like piney and floral. So yeah. Kind of Do you guys like gin? Hops. There's a stigma about gin that it tastes like pine trees, and it does taste like pine trees. And yeah. why is that a bad thing? <laughs> exactly. I love that flavor. It's it's delicious. If you're if you're ever on on the like fence about gin, I advise you not to get a gin and tonic. That's like the popular drink. I like gin. I do not like gin and tonic. I've never had a gin and tonic. Tonic already is like bitter, and it just tastes gross to me. Get a gin and sprite. It'll kind of like the the sweetness really balances it out. Or you could just yeah, try true. try like gin just on the rocks. Straight or gin, gin, yeah. yeah. Here, try my beer. See if you can pick out any of the gin or pick out any of the weird flavors. All right, time likewise, for the good old switcheroo. We're doing the switcheroo. We're on uh, Brews and Tunes. We like to call it, or Ooh. on American Brews and Tunes, as we like to call it, the shiba da beepa switch. <laughs> the ship and a beep of switch. Yeah, I just made that up on the spot, but why shouldn't why should that mean that it's not a thing? Uh first of all, I can smell the the barrel like the yes, barrel aging very, scent. Very much so. On yours, I can just smell hot like a, a, a faint hop smell. It's not like super super present, just but wait it's, you taste it's, it. hop, it's, it's very it's intense. And yours is way fresher than mine is. I aged mine for a little bit actually. True, yeah. I aged mine for probably about six months. You know what? I'm not getting like Maybe I'm crazy, but I really... Uh, no, you know what? I feel like I can get a little bit of fruit aftertaste. Nothing during the initial taste until I swallow the beer, and then afterwards, maybe I can get a hint of it. And that, that might just maybe, might be me imagining it. Yeah. I mean, I kind of tasted like an, an initial kind of sweetness that died away kind of fast. Yeah, but it's... That's it's really nice. good. It's, it's, yours is good. It's just I, I'm not getting the berries that I want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same. And then again, as it warms but up, maybe maybe it'll kind of come more present. I still like it though. Can you taste any of the gin barrels, or is it all kind of like? I can. Burby? I can kind of taste the gin barrels a little bit. It's uh, it kind of has like slight same type of. Uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. It's not like a taste. It's almost like a, a texture that gin gives you. I don't know if texture is the right word either. But I don't think texture is the right word. That's what I'm going to use, though. You're making me think anything but gin. <sighs> nice belch. And also, uh, for all of you, we are keeping track of our belches. I believe last last week, or it was two weeks ago we recorded. Yeah. We, we recorded all the belches on our belch tally, but we forgot to tally them up at the end. Yeah, so we have no idea who won last week. And I think we threw the paper waste. But this week, we will keep tally. And let's make a, a deal again this, this week. Okay. Whoever has the highest on the belch tally... Has to buy the other a beer. <laughs> All right, let's shake on it. Maybe at Lucky's. How about that? At Lucky's? Yeah, let's do that. How about at the saucer? Yes, even better. Okay. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Lucky's is a little dive bar near where we live. We like to go there and shoot pool and watch football or hockey. Or whatever sport's on, yeah. And we sing karaoke there. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. We mainly just do Simon and Garfunkel, but every once in a while, Jesse will do Bob Dylan and I'll do Blink-182. That's my staple. I always do Bob Dylan. I always do Blink-182. It's true. Uh, and the Flying Saucer is a, it's actually, I believe, a chain of bars. It's not like it a, is, yeah. not like Burger King chain, but, but more like yeah, local yeah. chain. So they, they've got like maybe six locations across the country. They're, yeah. they're really, it's a really big location, but it's a craft beer place. If you're ever visiting Nashville and you like craft beer, I implore you, check out the Flying Saucer. They've got, I think, 80 taps. Something like that, yeah. 
uh, and probably at least twice as much in bottles as they have on tap. And it's yeah. phenomenal. The waitresses, uh, bartenders, they all are well learned in the way of craft yes. brews. And they will lead you straight. Plus the food's delicious. True. Or you can also look up the other locations online. Yeah, they've got other locations across the country. I, I'm, I'm sure you can find one that's probably near you. Maybe. Maybe. I know there's one in Memphis. We went to that one. Yeah, we did. It wasn't as good as the Nashville, though. It's true. But I'm also biased. Yeah, but that's all right. Well, I know it's early, but would you get your beer again? Yeah, I probably would. I mean, it tastes good. Me? I'm not sure if I would. Uh, it's really? it's potent. It, it's good. I'll give you that. But would I get it again? I think one might be enough for me for this one. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to give it a bad rating on our favorite app, oh, yeah. Untapped. I have to do that. <coughs> which is... Ooh, nice. Untapped is our favorite uh, beer app. It's like a social... Uh, social media for social beer. media for beer essentially you check in your beer you see what your friends check in you can cheers your friends you can leave comments you yeah. can review your own beers take pictures say where you had them it's just a really awesome app you can take pictures look up beers if you have any interest in craft beer download it give it a shot what's the worst that could happen it's free we love them they don't sponsor us but we'll give them a shout out anyways and speaking of sponsors who's yes. our sponsor this week I believe our sponsor is Tree Shelf. Yes, our sponsor is Tree Shelf. Tree Shelf is a local Nashville band. Currently, it's just two people who we assume are really awesome that play guitar and sing. They're kind of like, what would you say, like folk punk or punk folk? Uh, Indie yeah, rock I'd... folk, acoustic punk, acoustic folk rock punk? I would, I would go with... I just I just threw out like thirty folk, different things. I would go with folk punk with an acoustic center at the moment. How about this? How about like emo Blink One Two slash Bob Dylan acoustic? Sure. I mean, you could say that too. All right. Well, whatever it is, it's not really emo. <laughs> Tree Shelf has music out on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Bandcamp. Look them up. They're on Facebook. I'm sure that there's something you guys could listen to and relate to. They're our sponsors this week, and we love them. <laughs> We do love them. But anyways, let's move on to the music. Uh, would you like to start it off this week, Jesse? I've been starting off the past few weeks. All right. So why don't you start off this week? Since I was just shot down there by Jesse, I guess I'll start off. Yeah. So I listened to Contra by the band Vampire Weekend this week. Um, I This is actually one of the few times I am familiar with the band that you had me listen to this week. Uh, yes. Most weeks, it's a band I haven't listened to before or I am slightly unfamiliar with. This week, however, um, I'd say I'm pretty familiar with Vampire Weekend. They've got three albums out to date, yes. and I've listened to two of them. So that's I'm that says I'm pretty pretty familiar, correct? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I've listened to their first album, which is self titled, and I've listened to their third album, which is like the modern vampires of the modern city in the modern day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I threw out too, 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 believe, too many moderns. I believe it's just modern vampires of the city. Something along those lines. Um, <laughs> but this week you had me listen to Contra, which is their sophomore album. Yes. Nestled right in between those two phenomenal or albums. Or their second album, if you want to say that. Either. I don't want to say that. That's why I said so- sophomore. I picked my words carefully. Okay. Uh, but it's nestled in between their two best albums. So does that give you a little, a little, in little your, clue? In your opinion, yes. Yeah. All right, so this week um, I rated my songs on uh, <laughs> generic words. So um, if you if you haven't realized yet, um, I I'm using a simple f- uh, out of five rating system, 
But over the past weeks, Steve has decided to use various different rating systems. I like to be wild card and I just make it up as I go on. So this like week, last week, last what week, did thumbs you do up, thumbs, thumbs down. Up? Well, you used two fists. So yeah, two thumbs up, th- two, one two thumb thumbs up, one yeah. thumb down. Any combination. No yeah. But this week, it's it's just generic words. <laughs> like here's the worst is really bad. The next is bad, and then all right, and then good. <laughs> Then pretty good, and then great. <laughs> I did not use really bad at all on this album, so there nice, you go. Good. Uh, so that means no skippers for me, essentially. Nice. That's rare. However, this is my least favorite of the Vampire Weekend albums. Of the I'll three. get to that later. Okay. Let's delve in with the first song, Horchata. Horchata. First off, I love a good cup of horchata. Yeah, definitely. Uh, do you know what horchata is? Yeah, it's like a rice <laughs> rice drink. Yeah, it's uh, Spanish rice milk. Um, and I believe that there's cinnamon added. So if you guys don't know what horchata is, it, it, literally I just said it's Spanish rice milk. Yeah. Um, but it's generally got like a cinnamon flavor added to it. Yeah. So if you can imagine uh, what the milk tastes like at the bottom of your cinnamon toast crunch. It's kind of yeah, like, yeah, it's like that. Maybe not as like sweet and thick, but it's like that. It's definitely like it's that. It's really good. I love horchata. I don't, I don't have it too often. And I've had a couple places where it's way too sweet, and I'm like, Bleh, and I throw it away. Ugh. Nice. And I get a Sprite instead, even though Sprite's really sweet. <laughs> um, but no, I, I like a good cup, cup of forchata, and that's what I think of every time that uh, you I listen to the song. Unfortunately, the drink, horchata, makes more sense to me than the lyrics of this song. <laughs> uh, I can't oh. remember the name of the, the lyricist, singer, or whatever, the guy who writes the lyrics. It, uh, it's a strange name. We won't fret it over is, it too yeah. much. I think they like name themselves something. They do. He probably does. I don't know. Um, but this is going to be a recurring theme on this album. I don't know what the heck he's talking about. It literally seems like he picked up a dictionary and like turned to a page. He's like, I'm going to use this word. I'm going to use this word. And he yeah. kind of strung together some phrases. I have a hard time believing he actually did that. I'm sure there's meaning in what he oh, said. Yeah, I and, definitely and think there Based is. on these guys, I feel like they're pretty learned. And so I'm sure there's some academic yeah, probably. stuff going on so, here. Yeah. Uh, I, it's... Without him coming out and explaining it, I, I couldn't tell you what it means. So I'm not going to really base any of my songs on lyrical content. I'm going to relate this on music alone for the most part. This song is super darn catchy. Mm-hmm. That's I don't know. He just talks about drinking horchata and wearing a balaclava, balaclava. In December. Yeah. And the only reason I know what, what a balaclava, I believe in pronouncing that is, is, is because I worked at the Bass Pro Shop and people bought them when they were, were going hunting. The balaclavas. It's a it's a big like mask that covers your face. It's weird. It's like whenever you think about a thief robbing someone, that's what they're wearing. No, they're wearing a ski mask. Same thing. No, this thing's way it's it's way less tight. Without me like showing you a picture, it's hard to explain. Oh, I like it's, it's a picture of it. Really it loose, looks just like that. Really loose fitting. Oh, I mean, essentially like like fitting. a ski mask, but way less uh, way less tight. Maybe we'll put a picture up for you guys. To look at a balaclava. I don't know. We can. It doesn't hurt. Um, in December, drinking horchata. Yeah, so it's good. And it has those nice, I want to say like reserved-ish type verses chorus, you know? But in between each verse, it opens up and this percussion like comes in. This really a, like a big percussion. I love that percussion. Yeah. But the verses, like the lyric, when he's singing the lyrics, the melody is really catchy. And I rated the song. It's pretty good. Nice. Which is the second highest rating. So pretty good is re- is <laughs> if you think pretty good's not good in your standards, in my standards, pretty good is 
second to the top. I think guess. of pretty good as like five out of six. Yes, uh, I mean literally it is five out of six. Exactly. On to the next song, <laughs> White Sky. Once again, that's White Sky. White Sky. And again, what the heck does he mean in this song? <laughs> I don't know. I looked up the lyrics. I read them multiple times. Yeah. I cannot decipher. But anyhow, the song starts out. It's really nice and reserved, kind of like the soft like beginning. Mm-hmm. But the chorus is so <laughs> weird, and it's just yeah. him going like, ah, as an ooze. Ah, And that sounds really weird when we do it. But it actually sounds, I think it sounds pretty good. But here's the or thing. it's really catchy. The chorus on this song is the highlight of the album for me. Really? Yes. That, that yes. part? Yes. Really? I, I love that chorus. The first time you played yeah. it for me, I thought, weird. Yeah. Like in the back of my mind, I was like, this is weird. Lame. <laughs> Not my style. Moving on. Uh, but like after like listening to this song so much, I love this chorus. I, I come back and sing this all the time. It's, yeah. you don't need to know the words because they're ahs and oohs. <laughs> it's weird, but it's so marvelous. Yeah. It's marvelous like marzipan. <laughs> what? Well, marzipan's a weird and marvelous thing. And like, you know how horchata is Spanish? Uh, nice. What's marzipan? Marzipan is also Spanish. <laughs> what is marzipan? It's like an almond candy. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird texture, but it tastes good. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I didn't like come up with this Ooh, randomly. Uh, it's in my notes, the marzipan. Marzipan. <laughs> Uh, I love the song for the melodic factor, and it's just it's phenomenal. The pre-chorus makes me think that I'm getting to the chorus, and it gives me the the anticipation. Yeah, this song I rated as great, and I gave it a star, which means it's one of the ones I will recommend. It's in my top three. Nice, nice. Moving on to song number tr- number three. The song's called Holiday. Holiday, something Holiday, oh, a holiday, and the Jesse best knows the lyrics the more than me. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's the next word? This one of the year. This song, I'm going to go on a limb and say this album, or this song reminds me of their first album a lot more. For you? What do you think? Yeah, kind of, yeah. It's it's a lot less. Same, same type of, it's more just like straightforward, like pop. Yes, yeah, like uh, all the elements of a standard band, like guitar, bass, drums. Yeah, vocals. Um, nothing really exploratory or innovative. Not I'm as not much to say as that. that it's not innovative ah, or not weird, but it's it's just it's not. It's not super. Uh, it's not super new ground. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. the way of what they were going in the first album. Yeah. But that's not a bad thing. I love their first album. Uh, this song's super upbeat and catchy, and you think he's going on a holiday, having a great time, but then like, in like the bridge or the third verse, he talks about like bombs and yeah. AKs, and I'm like, this is getting political, and I'm still not sure what he's trying to say. So yeah. I just. Anything generally when things get political, I just tend to like gray out and not focus because I, yeah. I don't like politics. Well, I do like politics. You don't like talking about politics. Though. I like talking about them, but I didn't want to in this song. It was really happy, and I just didn't want to. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It just it didn't fit for me. But maybe that's what I think. That's what they're going for. It was so happy and upbeat, and I think they wanted you to think that in the beginning of the song, they're talking about holidays and like joyous times. When you think of holiday, vacation, whatever you think. Ooh, great times. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa. And then <laughs> bombs, AKs, like yeah. sounds of bombs. Yeah. It, it throws you for a, a, like a loop, and it's just out of the, the blue. And I, they had to have been, it had to be intentional. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Oh. It's super catchy, uh, and I say the song's pretty good. Nice. Next nice. song, number four, California English. California English. Oh, yeah. Uh, in, in my notes, I literally wrote this. He's like a white hipster buster rhymes. 
That's true. Do you know Busta Rhymes very well? I think I've showed you no. at least one song where he's talking about break Maybe. your neck. That's one where he uh, he hits a ram with his head. He oh, head yeah, 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 yeah. Busta Rhymes is a rapper who speaks so ridiculously fast. Like, his verses have probably like 10 to 20 times as much lyrics as most people's verses, and he sings them in the same amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like that kind of thing. And he says it with clarity. That's the thing. He, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Really fast. So that's why I said that about this song. Mm-hmm. In California English, he says so many words so quickly. Yeah. Back to back in the verses. And it's just... Yeah, no. There's there's one specific one. Like, I can kind of sing it, but there's one verse where I just cannot sing it. Because he says... Well, the first one is... Wouldn't ever gag with a spoon, my only true love. I never really heard you speak the way it's unworthy of. Funny wait, how the little wait, 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 wait. language It sounds like someone just fast-forwarded your voice, dude, because it's too fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one Slow of them, motion. Uh, what do you want me to, to no, say? That's fine. Okay. I was just saying it for effect. Oh, okay. But one of them, in one of them, he says, Country Costa Contramundum contradict what I say. Even slow, that's a tongue twist. Yeah, no, but he I'm, says this. Oh, speech, country, so it's like contradict, country, contradict uh, what contradict what I say. So he says it's ridiculously fast. Yeah. And again, I don't. I read the lyrics. I listened to it while reading the lyrics. I don't know what he's saying. I Do you have any clue? Yeah, I'm, I think it's talking about uh, like the general attitude of uh, someone who is living kind of like a, a, a rich lifestyle. Okay. Or uh, like their general kind of like pompous attitude. Makes sense, I guess. I don't know. I, um, I couldn't make sense of the lyrics, but I love like, the melody. Let's see. Yeah, I know. It's so good. Da, 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 Do you want to know what I rated this song? Da, da, da. I'm reading it right now. I'm not asking you, are you reading it? Do you want to know? <laughs> I do, yeah. <laughs> it's, I rated it pretty good, mm. <laughs> which is the same as the last song, but I gave it a star as well, which means... Even better. Recommendation. Nice. I gave the song recommendation. It's in my top three, which I will outline in order later. 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 Number five, Texacab. Texacab. It's got a nice slow start in the song. Do you remember what the first part of the melody is? Because I don't remember. Um, it's been so long since I listened to this song. Uh, Regardless, it's got a nice slow start. There's a melody that comes in that's really catchy. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's not the most memorable. And um. The thing I wrote down that I remembered most about this is there's a piano a piano interlude that comes in. Do you remember that mm-hmm. the piano part? Yeah. And it sounds so good. I wish that I could play piano at all. Um but it, I don't know, it just it sounds like a really cool classical style piano piece. Yeah. Until the music comes back in, of course. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really sure, but I think this song's about a failed relationship. I don't know. I, I think I so, be, yeah. It might be about it's a uh, Unsentimental. Yeah. Traveling around. Okay, you can put. Sure of myself. Sure of it now. And they see me in the third ghost. I mean, the future was supposed to be. Yeah, he says, like, but you were standing there so close to me. Like, the future was supposed to be. Yeah. And the so aisles of the grocery and the blocks uptown. So I, I think it's a failed relationship. So, yeah, song. it seems like he's talking about, like, you thought this was like so right, but I'm not feeling it. Apparently, like that. apparently not. You contra. So get a taxi cab. Apparently not. You contra. <laughs> wink, wink. Could be yeah. inside joke between us that you'll all get later. Also, I think that's this like as you go through the album, the that's album, the, theme. the album cover, kind of definitely 
ties in nicely to most of these songs, I think. Picture of a Girl, correct? Picture of a Girl, like... And there's actually a, a lawsuit over that I read on the Wikipedia page. Oh, really? Uh, there was a lawsuit, but I'll let you guys explore that more. We don't want to talk... We don't have time to talk about that. We don't We don't care about lawsuits here. We care about beer and music. That's right. Two of the most important things in one place. Did I say Two that? of the most best... Two of the best things in the entire world in one place. Where else are you going to find that? What are you talking about? Beer and music. Oh, I thought you were talking about cannolis and donuts. <laughs> Oh, okay, Well, sorry. you can find those at... Never mind. A bakery, I suppose, but whatever. Yeah. All right, well, Taxi Cab, I said, pretty good. Pretty good. Nice. So on to no- song number six, which is Run. A simple title, Run. Um, essentially, the first part uh, that, like, caught... It's a catchy song, and again, I'm going to sound monotonous because every song on this, this album is catchy and it has a phenomenal melody uh i can't remember the guy's name who writes the the melodies uh, the lyricist but he has an ear and a talent for writing a catchy memorable melody for sure yes that's unique I, I've, uh, like a lot of his songs don't sound like anything i've ever heard before at yeah, all yeah which i mean I, that's not easy to do oh his name's i think his name's ezra 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 koenig 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 something with a kiss no not Earl koenig it's something along those lines the elf king but on to this. Uh, we grassed too much. We grassed a little there. Yeah, that's all right. We're grassers. I'm a grasser. Right. You're a grasser. Yeah. I'm a grasser, but not a hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. But um, <laughs> the first thing I wrote down about the song is at the end of the chorus, there's this horn part that comes in. Do you remember the horn part? <clears throat> I think so. Is it? I don't know if it's real horns or if they're doing it on a, a keyboard. It might synth. be on a keyboard, yeah. It probably is keys. But, I don't know. I, it, that was the first thing that kind of caught me and like, was the first most memorable thing that I can remember about the song. Yeah. Um, and I want to say, it's it's hard for me to guess what this guy means because his lyrics are abstract. I want, I'm not going to say they're dense, they're abstract. Yeah, they're different. There's abstract. a there's a difference between dense and abstract. His lyrics are abstract. From what I remember, I, I think it's about running away from life with your love or with somebody. Yeah, yeah, like taking can, somebody who you care about and running away from the clutter of life or whatever. Yeah, that seems like what it kind of means. Yeah, the bridge was a highlight of the of um, the song for me. I don't even remember the bridge is, but it's it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the, like the bridges, the the horn parts. And I, I, that does it's it's hard to hear out of context. Now I'm just thinking of uh, Oh yeah. But in the outro ish section, there's this weird note that plays over top of that, and it sounds like it does not belong. There's a you, it mean, is, you mean in the melody? In some instruments playing something that does not sound like it belongs with that horn part that's playing. It sounds so not extremely dissonant, but dissonant, dissonant enough for me to know that it doesn't belong. In, okay. And this this is a band that doesn't put things in accidentally. Uh, yeah. I don't know what the purpose is. It's super distracting, and I hate it. Um, I hate this note that comes in at the very end. Do you do you remember the melody part? No. Where it's like no, just we listen. could run, but then there's, one there's no like, words. There's no know, words. But then there, there's also a, a melody part where they say where they go like a half step higher on that run mm-hmm. part. It sounds like a some type of like seven that doesn't fit right, or a flat first. I don't know what it is. Well, but enough we'll about music theory. It it's, it's super odd, and I don't like it. But I'm sure they did it intentionally. 
Fortunately, it happens at the end of the song, so I can skip <laughs> it if need be. No. What did I give this song rating-wise? Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> the recurring theme is pretty good. Okay. On to song number seven. Cousins, we've all got them. Most of us have them. I, I shouldn't I say guess, that. I guess, yeah, maybe it's some people don't. It's possible some people don't, but cousins, you know, you know, cousins can't live without them, can't live with them, you know? Oh, yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I've got a lot of cousins, and I'd be super happy if any of them listened to this podcast. If you're my cousin, you're listening to this, you guys are the bomb. <laughs> but my guess is I don't have any cousins listening to this. <laughs> I'd be so surprised. <laughs> I don't think my cousins like music like I do. Do you think they like beer? They like beer, but I think my cousins are more sports people than music people. Mm, At least okay. music that I listen to. Yeah. And the, and the way that I listen like punk rock, I think I'm like a black sheep in my family. But whatevs. Yeah. Whatevs. Whatevs, you know what I'm saying? Whatevs. Yeah, I have a black sheep tattoo, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this is the only song I knew from the album before you had me listen to it. Okay. Uh, because I really liked their first album, uh, the song A-Punk. Yep. Their first big single. And then this album came out, and this I believe this was a single that they released. Yep. So I listened was, to yeah. it, and I liked it, and then I never listened to the rest of the album. Yeah. Um, but this song's another album highlight for me. Yeah, the song's uh, great. Super awesome. It's really fast. It's got this abrupt chord that are playing. Mm-hmm. The drums are so, are showcased on the song. They're phenomenal. Yeah. The drummer is... I wouldn't say flashy. Ugh. Most of the songs he kind of blends in while doing... Um, I, would, I don't want to say obscure. He does things that aren't really conventional, that you don't really pay attention. But if you hear his drum parts, they're really, really, really good. He's a really tight, mm-hmm. consistent drummer. But this song showcases his drumming skills. If you're at all curious about if this guy can drum or not, listen to Cousins, the song, because it will affirm what I'm saying. <laughs> He's a drummer through and through. shibba boop a doo um, but other than the drums, it's super catchy. The melody is fantastic. Yeah. And I love the surf guitars. Oh, yeah. Those yeah, songs yeah. are drenching wet in anything surf related. Yep. It's beautiful. And, uh, me and my cousin and you. To and keep it consistent cousin. with every other song, I have no idea what he's talking about. Me and my cousins and you and your cousins. It's a line that's always running. See what you just said? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know family means. line? I don't know. I don't. I, I have family no name. idea. I don't know. I, I can't even like get enough to guess. I have no idea what he's yeah, saying. Yeah, there are some pretty obscure lyrics. Guess what I rated this song? Pretty good. Nope. Great. Oh, great. And I gave it a star, which means it's my last recommendation. Uh, and I'll rank these later, but number seven is another recommendation, and it's great. So shall we move on to song number eight? Song number... Eight is called Giving Up the Gun. Giving Up the Gun. Uh, on my favorite lyric website, which is Lyric Genius, where they explain songs to you, they bring up all the lyrics, and there's people can uh, give their input. Even then, I still couldn't tell what this was about. Like, there were some political things about uh, the Japanese, uh, Vietnam. Uh, apparently, there was some time when Japanese were kicking out foreigners. I don't, I don't really don't know. Um... I don't he know talks about the about. rising sun in the chorus of the song, so yeah, that's that's Japanese right there. So well, I, yeah, so I wouldn't disagree that it is, but I I can't tell. I wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't talking about the Japanese at all, though. Yeah, I, 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 who knows? Did you watch the music video for this? I did not. There, there's a funny music video, and maybe I won't, but maybe I will. Who knows? They're playing like giant ping pong, <laughs> like like Japan. That's China, China's more ping pong. China's ping pong, like Forrest Gump's China. 
China um, and Japan are so different. And they, I really they don't are. think they like each other at all, especially because the Japanese in World War II were not. They didn't, they didn't the Japanese in general were not nice to the Chinese. Let's be honest. Yes. If you guys are Japanese or Chinese, you guys are great. Um, <laughs> we're, we're just talking about history. It's true. Because your history is bad doesn't mean that you're bad. We're America. America's got some terrible things in history. That doesn't mean we're terrible. Um, so back to this song. It's It's got a really chill beat in like the synthy uh, key part. Mm. that I really like that kind of goes on starts at the beginning and comes in and I don't want to be redundant but the melody is super catchy <laughs> I know like this guy just yeah. writes the some of the best melodies that I've ever heard yeah. he's he's a wealth of melody um and I don't know what he's talking about um but he's, he talks about like swords being rusty and uh, yeah. like old and rusty so if your sword's old and rusty so, you haven't used it in a while right rusty. Which means you yeah. haven't had a reason to fight. And then essentially, like this is me guessing what he's saying. If if your sword's old and rusty means you haven't had to fight in a while. And if you're giving up the gun, means you're turning your gun, you're making a conscious choice, you're you're making a resolve to not fight going forward. To turn away from something. Correct. Is what I would assume. Yeah. And so it might not be like fighting or war, but turning away from something, essentially. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure he means something other than war. I don't know. Maybe he does mean war. Who knows? This guy is so difficult to tell what he means. Yeah, I really don't know either. But it's a good song. Um, this is what I read about this song. It makes me want to dance. Yeah. <laughs> it's got this electric, almost like, I don't want to say EDM, but essentially like... Not really EDM. I'm saying it because it's what I, it, it seems like to me. A toned back EDM. Okay, ele- toned like, back. There a toned go. back EDM sounding interlude in the, the song. Okay, yeah. And it's not just the interlude that makes me want to dance. It's the rest of the song. And there are more dancey songs on the album, but this is the one I wanted to dance to when I was listening yeah. to. This song, uh, it's 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 good. This song is well, no, uh, it's not good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. That's what I rated as. <laughs> um, so in college, th- that's when I that's when I obviously in college this album came out in 2010, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I listened to it a lot uh, because Josh. Uh, Josh Western and I would listen to it in the car all the time. Shout out to Josh Western if you're listening. Yeah, shout out Joshy Kins out in Washington. Joshua, Joshua, Joshua. <laughs> um, but he he loved this song because there was there were parts that he could harmonize with. And he was he was always he would always say like, "Oh man, if only I could just harmonize, then I'd be happy all the time. <laughs> like if I could harmonize every day, I'd be every happy." Day. Yeah, and that actually, this has nothing to do with this album. But harmonies are the thing I like. When I was growing up, listening to music in high school, or whatever, getting my taste, it was all fast and heavy. That was my favorite thing. Yeah. But in college, I took a big turn, and harmonies are my favorite day in music. Like Simon and Garfunkel, Beach Boys. Yeah. Harmonies, I think, are the most be- like beautiful element of a song. Mm-hmm. It is a well crafted harmony. And I love Simon and Garfunkel harmonies where they intertwine. Someone's got the melody the part the at one part. point, nice and they swap. they switch. Yeah. And it's so swift, you don't even know. Yeah. Though it's just there's glory in that. Uh, On to song number nine, which is called "Diplomat's Son." Diplomat's son. Diplomat's son. Um, this song is long. It's over six minutes long, which yeah. is in my book long. And you know it's what? Weird that it's the that first long. time I heard it, I hated it. Yeah. I really hated this song. I was like, really? this song is going to be my skipper. Um, Who was a diplomat son? But after listening to this over and over again, oh, 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 became one of the songs I liked better on the album. And I almost put this as a star song to right. recommend 
but I didn't in the end just because uh, there was a couple other ones I liked a little better. And because it maybe maybe because it took you so long to come around to it. It could be that. Um, it's this song is so different, and it's got I, I want to say two different sections of the song. It's got this one kind of like syncopated Latin beat. Do catu 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 catu. Yeah, no, there are definitely there are definitely there are like two separate parts that yeah. they switch between. And that's the main part that kind of goes throughout and is for the chorus. And the chorus is super catchy because the chorus goes. He was a diplomat son. He was eighty one. He was a diplomat son. He was eighty one. Oh 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 oh. Super catchy. I didn't even know I liked the song until I found myself doing that beat with my uh, my fingers on my desk at work and singing the song. And I was like, crap, I really like the song. <laughs> um, uh, I think I can get a little bit about what he's talking about in the message in the song, actually. Yeah. Uh, it's a long story. It's a narrative. And I think the narrator's talking about expressing love for a friend who may not express it back. Yeah. And he's talking about seizing that opportunity because it may never come back again and it's the time is now and in the end i believe it's unrequited because he says like going to bed and then waking up alone like that kind of thing yeah um but you know it's one of the few things where i can actually follow what he's talking about at least a little yeah, bit right right exactly um but the second part of the song other than that do cat do cat do cat do cat is the it almost cuts out entirely and here's what i wrote about what this next portion sounds like okay Video game mixed with ragtime. Mixed with ragtime? Bum, 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 If you can imagine like a ragtime honky-tonk piano playing over top of an 8-bit song, that's what I imagine for this part. Okay. Very different from the first part of the song, but it's good. Nice. What do I give this song? Pretty good, and I wanted to recommend it, but it's not, it just wasn't there for me, so I didn't give it a star. But check it out if you don't have a chance, but it's not in my recommendation list. Okay. On to the last song, song number 10, which is called, I think, You're a Contra. And when they say you are, they spell it you, you are. Yeah, I think you're a Contra. Super I think that kind of comes back to the whole, like, California English type thing. Yeah. The whole kind of theme- thematic quality yeah. of this album. And this song is definitely about a failed relationship. Mm-hmm. Because he talks about it at the beginning about thinking, like, he's like, we could have talked about anything, like, for those two months or whatever. Oh. So whether that's a specific relationship he's talking about or if he made up the story, I don't know. But he's talking about that, and then uh, later on he talks about all this resentment. There's some strong resentment he gives to this other person who he's talking to. Um, and he, like at the end of every verse, he says, I think you're a contra, which you and I, I think, think agree that it contra. means contradiction. Uh, right? Yeah. And I there were some other things that, that talked about like contra, like in, in some political aspect, but I don't know what it was. Some regime, I don't know, some South American, South African regime. I don't know what he's talking about. So I'm going to go with what I think he's talking about: contradiction. Okay. And if someone's a contradiction, that's not a good sign. Usually, that means they're not genuine. I think. Yeah. They're not consistent. So he's saying you're like not good. You're bad. You're a bad person. You like, we had this thing, and then you you turned out to be anything but what I thought you were. You're a contradiction. I don't like you. Um, yeah. And I also wrote about after the first verse, there's like this little musical part that almost sounds like Muzak or like elevator music. Really? Go back and re-listen to it after okay. the, uh, the first verse and it comes in. It's weird. It's only short time, but it's, it's whatever. But this is a very relaxing song uh-huh. and it's got like this, such a like subtle, relaxing mood for like such an angry theme to be like yeah, angry definitely. at a person. But it's, it's good. So it's a really, really good song. In fact, it's not really good. It's pretty good. <laughs> in my book 
But like I said before, this is my least favorite album, Contra by Vampire Weekend. It's my least favorite of their, their albums. My first uh, favorite being Modern Vampires of the Vampire Modern City, The Modern Place. <laughs> I don't know what the album's called. It's their most recent album. Modern my favorite. Vampires of the City. Correct. Whatever. Who cares? Just the- uh, my second favorite is their self-titled album, which is their first the release. First one, yeah. And this is my third favorite. But because this is my least favorite, doesn't mean it's a good album. This album is really good. Actually, this album, all in all, is pretty good, which is a really good rating. On my your book. rating system. I yeah. will listen to this going forward. So thank you for recommending that. Nice. I, I will listen to this going forward. I think the best thing about this album is that they really branch out musically. Every song has a different like musical, structural, a different instrumentation, different timbre. Every song varies so vastly. Yeah. And it's they got like pop, punk, well, not punk, they got pop, indie, electronic ska even like a rap elements almost the mellow it's just it's all over the place but it works together as a whole super good i'd recommend this album and here are my three top tracks for you listen to okay the third best california english the second best cousins and the first best white sky (laughs) white sky is the best so you guys check the album out let us know what you think um yeah we'll post we'll post post the links below and we're going to post this, uh, in case you're not familiar, we post all the links uh, on our episode list on American, uh, like our website for American Brews and Tunes, which is called BrewsandTunesPodcast.com. Yes. Check it out. we got bonus content. You can go to our SoundCloud. What our, bonus? Yeah, you can go to SoundCloud or our Facebook and hear all the, the stuff, which is great. But if you want the bonus content, go to our website. If you want to see pictures of the beers... If you want to see our review, we actually and put reviews yeah, of the beers on the Descriptions of the beers we drink. Go to the podcast, bruh. Go to the website. Yeah, the website. I said podcast. Go to the website, bruh. Bruisingtunespodcast.com. Dot com. Dot com. Right. Oh. Enough of the second best album of the week. Let's, oh, listen to, let's hear a review of the first best album of the week. All right. Let's listen to the review of the second album that we're going to be talking about tonight. Bum! Bum, 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 bum. Welcome home, your cast, because I noticed the years. How was that for an album opener, though? What do you think I started with in my notes? Nice album starter. Yes. So, anyway, take over, Jesse. Anyway, I'm talking about the first track of the album Anthem by Less Than Jake. Less than Jack. Uh, the the song is called "Welcome to the New South." Florida's the New South. It's so south. It's north. So, some people say that. Is that know. is that what they're referencing there? I, I'm guessing. It's, I'm purely just guessing. I I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, if you could hear in those lyrics, those first lyrics we were singing, we were singing about an outcast. Welcome home, outcasts. welcome home, outcasts. So I think this is probably like a song about to all the outcasts. To all the outcasts, like. Listen to our music. You can feel at home here. If you don't get to my favorite lyric, I'm going to say it later, but keep Well, going. you can say it. You can say it later. Um, but I do want to mention one other thing first. Yeah? The nice, really awesome bridge. Yeah. Oh, that guitar part gives me the chills when I hear that. Really? Yeah, because, well, I listened to this album when I was a little kid. Um, uh, for background, I love Less Than Jake. This is the very first album I ever heard from them, and it was when it came out. Uh, so I was a youngin', uh, and this was my... Was 2003. So you'd have been in like sixth grade or seventh grade. Less than I was probably like fifth or sixth grade. This was my introduction to Less Than Jake. Sixth grade, whatever. Um, <laughs> and so I think there are better Less Than Jake albums, but this album holds a special place in my heart. That's why I recommended it. Yeah, um, but and I'm back to you. To the I'm bridge. glad you recommended it. Um, it's just super nice. Yeah. 
Uh, what's your favorite lyric on this song? So he's talking to outcasts, right? Yeah. He's like, the truth is that looking at me is like looking in a mirror. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So he's talking like, he's like, look at me, you think it's great, but it's actually looking in a mirror. I'm an outcast too. Yeah. We're all here. You're welcome. That seems like kind of the general theme of the album. Yeah. Is saying that like, uh, we're all kind of in the same boat, as it were. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um... I gave that song um, a five out of five. A four out of five. Uh, close enough. Um, still pretty good. Uh, also, are you about to move on? Well, yeah, but you can say something. Another unique part about the song is the key change from the verse to chorus. True. Yeah, How, that's it's pretty unique. True. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like really unique. It's unique for like punk. Yeah. Or Already like proper mainstream because it's not like a it's not a, a key well, change that you expect to hear. It's a weird key change for me. It's not just a half step up. No, because they go back to the regular. It's it's you have to listen listen to it and see what you guys think. Well, it might just be a key shift. You're a key shift. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for that compliment. Anyhow, <laughs> on to, are you going to song number two? Yeah. <laughs> are you gonna sing the intro for every single song? Happy day. I was about to say that. Um, this song is uh, the oh, beginning. I'm sorry, I'll, I really want to comment on this, but I'll let you take the, it away. Uh, I don't care if you comment on it. Um, the beginning melody is super awesome. Yes, it is. Um, Dude, and, uh, there's so many things I want to say about this song, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, see, there are some... Well, first of all, uh, if, you, if you didn't know, uh, Less Than Jake is a ska band. What is ska? Ska is like... Kind of like reggae, reggae but mixed faster... Faster with like a lot of horns. Do you think there's any good, um, uh, probably like the most popular reference? Ska band? Uh, uh, I'll say this as a reference. Jason Mraz, I'm yours. Okay. I'm yours has a reggae feel, a ska feel to it. So if you can imagine I'm yours by Jason Mraz, but way faster. Way faster and way better. That's what Lesson Jake is. Way better. Yeah. And what did you say there? What instruments do they use? For their horn section? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, so ska, uh, essentially, they use a lot of horn instruments. Normally, like, Normally trombone. Normally, you hear, like, trumpet, trombone, trumpet. some other type of horns. These guys use a trombone and a saxophone. Do you know what kind of saxophone? I don't know particularly. So it's probably a tenor. Probably tenor. But I, think, but I think those two, that combination is very unusual for a ska band, I think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, because usually you don't hear saxophone. That's pretty much the only unusual part. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, the uh, the ghost of you and me, track two. Um, it seems like it's like a song about remembering your past self. Yeah, pretty much like definitely. kind of reminiscing about the I past. Ghost of you and me. I just ripped that memory. And we're still my favorite part of the song. And we're still in Not that part. My favorite part oh. is the pre-chorus. Do 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 do. The guitar. <laughs> it's just, it's really cool. Steve loves this this album. This album, I love this album. Um, anyway, track, I get that a four to five. All right, good rating, good rating. Uh, track, track number three, three is one of the songs that I recognize. Look What Happened? Yeah, Look What Happened, yeah. This is one of the songs that I recognized before listening to the album. Can I give a little background on the song? Sure. So their album before this was called Borders and Boundaries and I believe they released it on Fat Records. It's the only album they, uh, to date, it was the, like when it came out, it was their only Fat and Records Fat album. Fat Records is a, a, a punk album owned by punk. Fat Mike from NoFX. Yeah. Okay. And they released Look What Happened on that album, but that album, it, it did well, but it wasn't great. 
They re-recorded oh, it, okay. polished it, changed some things, and put it out on this album. Ew. Oh, that was a bad burp. Oh, that was a better one. So, this is the second time you hear the song, but I actually, it's a, okay. a, a much better polished version. Yeah. Um, the song's in the movie Grind, if you've ever seen it. An amazing chorus in this song. Yeah. Great horns. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's a song about kind of like being stuck in one place, like... And wanting to like move on or get out of that one place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, help me out with the chorus again. Is it? And a, I swear, yeah. it's the last time. And, and I, I swear, it's my last time. And we're walking circles around this old block, walking walk circles in the same old sidewalks. And we'll talk about leaving town. Yeah, we'll talk about leaving. I swear. It's the last time, and I swear, it's my last try. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm blowing on my bottle because it's empty, and it reminds me of horns for a ska song. Okay, yeah, let's see if mine has a different sound. Slightly different. It, it's pretty similar. These are stone bottles, so they're the same shape. Yours is, yours is like a couple semitones lower. Do, 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 do. I think we're a half step apart. Uh, let's do Jaws. Let's do Jaws. Get closer to the microphone. <laughs> I'll have to see if that actually turns out. I don't think it did, but that was fun. <laughs> Might not. All right, so back to, back to look what happened. Uh, look what this happens. song is phenomenal. Look it's catchy. Yeah. It's a live staple. It's, if, I don't know. It's a phenomenal song in my book. What do you think I rated it? If you didn't give this a five out of five, I'm gonna go out and back and like, not I was <laughs> jump gonna around say like, and go crazy. I was gonna say jump in the back and kill myself, but that's way too harsh. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I'm gonna jump in the back and like slap myself and say Jesse's crazy. Okay, I gave it a five out of five. All right, praise the Lord, he's good. I also gave it a star. All right, so that means recommendation, so, correct? Yeah. All right. The next, next song? song is. Another song I've heard before, which is I think you just like showed me like one time. Probably. Um, it's called the science of oh. selling yourself short. Oh. And the. Uh, oh, this. If this. Just let me. Best song in the album. Me. I'm sorry for me. For me. <laughs> um, this is definitely a much slower sounding, a much slower song in the beginning, and. <laughs> Um, the horns are awesome, as we just tried to imitate there. Wow. Thank you. Um, and this is definitely where you can kind of tell it's more like the reggae feel. Yes, it's more than some of the other songs, it's definitely ska reggae. Um, but it's definitely not the same uh, type of singing as a reggae. No, no. This um, is their, their bass player, Roger, singing. There's two, oh, is they, it? they have two singers on I the band. Tell, well, they're, yeah, so their bass player's name, Roger. He starts off, right? So he sings on this song, whereas their guitar player, Chris, sings on like the last song, Look What Happened. Okay. So they're very, very different singers. But the first line of the song is, I've come to my senses that I've become senseless. Yep. Yeah. So how's that for a And line? so the song, uh, The Science of Selling Yourself Short, um, he says a lot of uh, kind of like similar lines in the verses. Like he says, and I could write the best book on underage tragedy. Uh-huh. And like I could... I uh, give you lessons on ruining um, your friendships. Yeah, I give you lessons on how to ruin your friendships. And like... It's, it, but... 
So like I, I could tell yeah. you about the science of selling yourself short is like a like a a lyric you could replace with one of those. What's the hook though? Um, the very last line of the chorus. I'm oh my, yeah, I'm my own worst enemy. I'm my own worst enemy. This is like when I talk about lesson Jake to someone who doesn't know them. This is always the song I go back to mm-hmm. because this song sounds like upbeat and super happy and great. And you like this love it. This song is super deep it's, and it's not happy theme. Like it's very it's, meaningful. It's kind of like depressing and like saying like, whoa, this is like not like a, a feel good song. This is a, like a yeah. introspective. Yeah, it's definitely dark song. Yeah. Like it's, it's not happy. It's like, it's kind of, it's kind of depressing. Yeah, it's like really depressing. Always. Yeah. It's sad. And like one of the lyrics is, um, I've been, I don't really want to sing it. I've, I've been spending my time at the local liquor store and I've been sp- and like sleeping nightly time. on my best friend's kitchen floor. So you're an alcoholic sleeping on your buddy's floor. Yeah. Like he's, so he's like, he's like delving into a lot of like really personal, like personal dark stuff, places, which is obviously not what you expect from punk and, and not from this happy sounding great song. Yeah, true. But essentially this is my favorite, probably my favorite song from less than Jake. Okay. Um, their, their entire discography. I would say, from what I've heard from Lesson Jake, this is probably my favorite song as well. All right. So I'm I assuming five, you... I get a five out of five. I was going to say, I'm assuming you get a five out of five. Yep. Uh, track four... Five, five I'm sorry. Um, uh, is uh, Short Fuse Burning. Oh! This is, a, oh. this is a big change from the last song. So the last song it was like slower tempo? Like, yeah, it starts off super fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and i didn't really, do it justice really it just like it talks about being a short fuse and like he says like please don't forget me i forgot who i used to be yeah i'm a short fuse burning yeah so close to to something to explode in yeah uh, it's it's fat this is a fast song this is a punk super song. fast this is probably one of the fastest songs yeah i give this a 4.5 out of 5 well, that's where you're wrong because I give this a five out of five. <laughs> blah, 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 but then blah. again, this this uh, rating is not for me to rate. I've listened to this album since I was a kid. This is for you to rate. <gasps> Look, it's track six, but it looks like I wrote trackle. <laughs> yeah, Jesse Jesse's handwriting is worse than mine, which I didn't think was possible. My handwriting's terrible. Uh, yeah, it looks like he wrote trackle, but he essentially no, he literally wrote track six, but it looks like trackle. Yeah. Anyways, on to track number six. On to trackle. Um, yeah, trackle. This song is called Motown. Never sounded oh, so good. Oh, do ka do ka do. So you say, hey, I went fast around me. <laughs> Steve, Steve is literally gonna do this for every single be- song beginning. <laughs> this song is, uh, and that's actually good because it helps you remember what it sounds like. I love this song. So you say, Um, this song is definitely more ska. Like it definitely Way more ska. more ska. You, you can hear the ska guitars coming in the chorus. Like, like really, like like clean guitars instead of distorted guitars. But the chorus is fast again. Yeah. So the the verse is half time. The chorus is double time. Mm-hmm. My favorite part of the song is the second verse when they take the verse in the double time. Yeah. Like the first half of the verse is half time. And then they go on to the next part. Yeah. It's just, I love that. It gives me the feels. And I don't really get the title at all. But it seems like a song about like not being sad about life and like you have to kind of like live it up. Yeah. It seems like that anyway. Motown's usually sad. Is Motown sad or music? I don't really know. I think Motown is happy. 
I don't really know. I don't listen to Motown. Mm-hmm. I, I know Motown songs, but I'm... Is, uh, Smokey, uh, is Smokey Robinson Motown? I have no idea. I'm not an Tears authority. Tears from a clown. Uh, and oh, nice burp. Uh, um, I also wrote there's a great bridge in this song. What is a bridge? Uh, can't remember. But for you people listening to the album, it's a great bridge. <coughs> Trackle Motown never sounded so good. I gave this song 5 out of 5. Whoops. Jesse accidentally just ripped his page. I was just try- I was just trying to turn the page, but it didn't really. Like Bob Seger turned the page. No. Do you know that song? Yeah. No. There I no. am. No. Up on the stage again. <laughs> no. That's his greatest one of the track songs. seven. Sorry guys, I digress. <laughs> I digress. Um, this is a very long title, which is the upwards war and the downturned cycle. How's the song go? Um, it's all my this friends is a song. About yeah, yeah. Growing up yeah. It's like a song about how this is kind of what I'm talking about. Like we're all, it's like moving. We're on. all in the same boat, kind yeah. of thing. Like he says, like this is a song about like. See, this is where I think you're wrong. What? I think it's about being left behind. Because he talks about his friends moving on, growing up, and getting out. Like no, his, his friends are. That's what. That's what I get out of it. Oh. How the verses go? I'm just thinking about the chorus um, right now. All he, my friends always talk about growing up and getting out. Yeah. Oh, but they haven't and got then, up and, got, and gone. Yeah. Yes. And they're they're all like me. Okay, like so that makes sense. So like so they're saying, all commiserating about let's we need to get out. Yeah. Of here. We need to go do something with our Yeah. Because I think in the lyrics he says something about like they're all fighting against like minimum wage. Okay. Or something like okay, that. Yeah. Yeah. And he's okay. like, we're all the same. Like they're all just like me. Like I'm also just mm-hmm. trying to, like follow dreams or whatever. Yeah. It's a good song. I'm my favorite on the album. I gave it four point five out of five because I like the message. Fair enough. It's a good message. Not my favorite song. The next song uh, is called Track Number Eight. By the way, no, it's not called Track Number Eight. It is. It's. It is Track Number Eight. I know, but this is what you said. You're like, I know. This I song's know. called Track Number Eight. <laughs> no, Track no, Number I Eight said, is called. I said pause. Track Number Eight. But by the way, you didn't say pause. You didn't no, but pause. there was there was an implied comma. Whatever. What is the song called? <laughs> track Number Eight. You mean? No. What is the song called? What is Track Number Eight called? Escape from the A-bomb house. This is a fast song. It is a fast song, also a depressing song. It's a song to his parents, right? Yeah. He writes into his... To mom and dad! Yeah. I've been making plans. <laughs> you just, like, spit everywhere. I didn't spit everywhere. <laughs> On the pee. There's a spit I right spit there. a little. I'm sorry. Uh, it's just, it was a, a vocal. I'm talking, a little spit came out my mouth. That's all good. Whatever, bro. A little spit never hurt anybody. Escape from a um, bomb house. It's essentially a song about him saying, like, I want to move out. I want to yeah. get on with my life. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I get excited like, about this. You're like saying, like, every single thing I'm about I got to say. excited about this. Uh, yeah, essentially, he's like, I want to move on. I want to get out uh, on with my life. Mm-hmm. No, he's essentially saying, like, we never really saw eye to eye. No, so, he, he literally says, we never saw eye to eye. I know. <laughs> I was just quoting one of the We're like, he essentially says this, but that's like a quote for the song. I'm, I'm saying essentially the whole song is about that. I know, I know. But when you said that, it, and that's like a direct lyric. I know. Shut up. <laughs> I gave this a four to five. It's a good because song. Because it's a good song. Good message. But, yeah, definitely a good message, but it wasn't like I wasn't like, oh, I can't wait till this song comes yeah. on. You know, this is a skipper for me. And actually. I still gave it four out of five. It, literally, I love the message. Skipper for me. Really? Yeah. That makes any mm. sense for you. Skipper for me. Uh, the next song, track number nine. Yeesh. Uh, is called "Best Wishes to Your Black oh, Lung." Good song. Bum. 
Those are the horns. By this time yeah. tomorrow, we'll be back on the streets of Chicago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fast... It's a, this is a happy... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is probably the happiest sound... Well, one of the happiest, happiest sounding, sounding songs. songs. Yeah. But I, from what I could tell, it seems like a, a song about having to move back to a worse place in your life. I don't get... Well, it might be. But I, I, I think it's about, like... Going home and maybe not loving the places, but refamiliarizing your, yourself with places. And then that's another song that I don't like at the title. Yeah. Best wishes, best wishes to your black lung. That's why I think it's probably written to someone particular that the band knows. That could be maybe yeah. someone who smokes a lot. I don't know. That could be yeah. And he's talking about going back to Chicago, so it it, it has to be someone yeah. that he knows. That really good. Be, yeah. I love this song, dude. I gave it four or five. Uh, I really like it too. It's a killer song. Um. But, but, then there's, oh, also I wrote, there's a nice horn intro. The horn intro is super good. I already sang the horn intro for everybody to hear. Yeah, I know, I know but it, it sounds better than the album. No offense. Oh. <laughs> That's my uh, makeshift <laughs> horn section. What you gotta do with your lips? I'm being the saxophone. <laughs> Our listeners don't want to hear us doing horn sounds. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it four out of five. Yeah. Next Tra- song. Track number ten is "She's Gonna Break Soon." She's gonna break soon. Gonna break soon. Gonna break soon. This song is popular. It's got a music video. It's really generic for me. It's not my. I don't dislike it, but it's not my favorite. It's it's whenever, generic sounding. Whenever I first heard that melody. She's gonna break soon, gonna break soon, gonna break soon. I didn't expect that drop down to the mm-hmm. to the soon. Continue I expect to so harmonize. I expect to be. She's gonna break soon, gonna break soon. She's gonna break soon. Like I was expecting it to stay or go up. Soon, yeah. So okay. So instead of soon, so that kind of takes it for a little surprise. Yeah. A soprandito. Um, but this just this is a song essentially about. Someone, I'm assuming it's a girl, because he says she's gonna break soon. Definitely about a girl who's like living in a. Then again, it's a progressive society. Well, this was written in 2003, so yeah, that's true. Definitely not. Then again, the music industry tends to be a little uh, more progressive, um, ahead of the culture. I'd say so. I burped, but whatever. Oh, burped again. Um, nice belch, dude. It was a little that was subdued. Kind of a, that was kind of a little baby belch. That's a dude, but it counts. That was a baby belch. I'll put it on the belch challenge. It was a double B. What? Baby belch? Double, double B. B. Baby belch. When you say double B, I think bourbon barrel. Oh. Not baby belch. That would be BBS. Bourbon barrel stout. Well, uh, I'm having a bourbon barrel IPA, so is True. it You're bourbon right. barrel stout? Well, whenever I, if you ever hear me say You're B- wrong. If you ever hear me say BB, you'll know what it means. Baby belch. Yeah. So if Jesse ever says BB, he's talking about baby belches. If anyone else ever says it, it's probably about a BB gun. <laughs> Either that or they're talking about BB-8 from Star Wars. BB-8 or a BB gun. Or uh, BB King. BB King. BB Mac. Or uh, BB... BB the... Schmiddleleach me. <laughs> what the heck are you talking about? The Big Bopper? Hello, baby. That's the Big Bopper, I think. The Big Bopper? Yeah, do you know the Big Bopper? Or Billy Bob. Do you know the Big Bopper? No. He was a rock and roll kind of guy. He died in the plane crash with uh, Richie Valens and Buddy Holly. Oh, really? Yeah. 
I had no idea. And I want to say, you know, um, American Pie, the song, Bye Bye, you know, the day the music died? Yeah. I think they're talking about the plane the crash. The plane crash. With oh, okay. Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and Big, the Big Bopper. Interesting. Don't quote me. I just, I'm, I think that's what it's about. Okay. On to the next song, or, um, or you can continue with the song. But anyway, she's going to break soon. It's essentially just about a girl who's living a very destructive lifestyle. And how it's pretty obvious to people around her that she's, like, having a really tough time. Yeah. Like, when you think about someone breaking, what do you think? Um, someone breaking? Like, emotionally breaking. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was asking. Like, yeah. Like, what would drive someone to break? Like, I, Well, I mean, some of the lyrics are, she's like, Welcome to her life of going out and getting high end. Something like that. And, and, and that makes me think it's not about a relationship. It's about someone it's just he, like, about his friend or someone he knows. Yeah, it's not like about his girlfriend or his wife or whatever. It's, it's about well, someone he knows said. and cares about. I know I that's just, that's my that's wife. what I think. Because most most times we're talking it about could a girl. be about a friend who's a girl. I know, I know. But I'm saying when you hear somebody singing a song about a girl, it's typically yeah, about a significant but other. Not correct. In th- I mean, not in this context. Though, that's what song. I'm saying. This song is different. Because so why can't it just be a girl who's a friend? I'm saying it, it is, but I'm saying that's not usual for a guy to sing about a girl. And not be his significant other. I mean, maybe not usual for like for most most music. Come on, don't be thick. I'm just I'm being honest from my experience. I mean, like there are many like songs that aren't always like. I know what you mean, though. Most songs <laughs> by a guy about a girl <laughs> is about a girl he loves, or it's about his significant other, or about a girl he pursues, or whatever. All right, this is one of the. 20% that's not. And it strikes me as different. That's that's all I'm saying. I'm saying that doesn't matter. It, I, it literally doesn't matter. I'm just saying it might be a nice point to, to show or something to point out. I didn't even think about that. I didn't, well, did, not, did not think about it in that way. That's why I'm here, to point out things that you don't think about. Okay. We're different people. We think about um, different things, bro. I gave this song a 3.5 out of 5 because it wasn't really my favorite. It's kind of generic sounding, like yeah. melodically, musically. It's, it's a good song. Don't get me wrong. It's just not my favorite. Yeah. Which I can tell um, it's not your favorite if you give it 3.5. Yeah, I usually don't give... That's not a terrible rating, Well, actually, though. recently, like, the albums that you've recommended me, they've normally been 4 or over. Yeah, but 3.5 is still not bad out of yeah. 5. Track 11, moving on. Yeah? It's called, That's Why They Call It A Union. That's why they call it a union! My favorite part, though, is, uh, is, uh, is the first part. He says, There's a blackout over this house! There's been around for three years now. There's a thunderstorm inside, and it won't go away. Yeah. So like, so like that's like the first line, but then he goes into like the actual verses. That's where they call it. But then like in the bridge, he brings back those lines and that melody, and it's so good. It's not my favorite again, but I like the song. You like the song a lot? Yeah. I like the song. I have four to five. It seems like it's either a song about like a failing marriage or family or i do know that their bass player is divorced okay uh one time i saw them in boston with my dad oh, uh, yeah, we you actually told, you told me about that we took yeah. a trip to boston to see the dropkick murphys on saint patrick's day oh which was awesome um and less than jake happened to be in town the same weekend so we went and saw less than jake also and uh the bass player roger Said they were celebrating. Uh, they were celebrating an anniversary. So when you hear that, what do you think? I hate some type of marriage anniversary or something. 
Yep. Nope. It was his divorce. Divorce anniversary. Divorce free. Divorcery. Divorcery. Divorce free. Divorce free. Whatever it was, that's what he was celebrating. So essentially, I know he's had a divorce. Could be that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I gave that song four to five. It's I liked song. it. Not my favorite, but I liked it. What's the next song? The next song is called Plastic Cup Politics. Oh! I love this song. Hello, six pack of confidence. Been so many nights since we first met. Glad to see you, man. This is my friends for another night of Plastic Cup Politics. That was a bad harmony. That was a good um, harmony. Don't sell yourself short, dude. Pla- uh, so <laughs> <Get> track. <laughs> <laughs> uh, track 12 of this album is called Plastic Cup Politics. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave this song, first off, I gave this song 5 out of 5 star. Um, and this song is definitely more ska. Oh, big time. <clears throat> oh. Especially in the chorus. Um, or, super, um, sorry, in the verse, not the super chorus. Super good horns. Um, and I think this is either a song, I can't decide if it's a song about like the woes of drinking, like the mental woes. Or if it's a song about like just partying, um, I don't think it's about partying. I think it's about like drinking and commiserating, like, so like yeah, like the mental distress of yeah that drinking kind of sometimes brings. Like, yeah, if and like, like if you, uh, but it's not like alone drinking. I think it's when you're drinking with somebody and like yeah, yeah having yeah. somebody to talk to. Yeah, like Mister uh, Six Pack of Loneliness, or I'm yeah. glad to see you've already missed. Twelve ounces of I, I can't remember the, the things. You, um, do you know them? Yeah. What are they? Um, well, first of all, there's a super awesome bass part. Which brings me to a side note. Uh, their bass player originally started out as a guitar player, but Les and Jake needed a bass player, so he switched. Hmm. Uh, ooh, so interesting. Their bass parts are all super little, good. Uh, they're really good. Um, unique. I'd say they're unique. Less like classic like bass. Yeah. Not just like da 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 da. You can tell that they're they're different. Yeah. Um maybe something a bass player wouldn't think of. I don't know, but he's a really, really, really good bass player. Yeah. Um, but this song in particular, I've seen them play this song live. And for him to play this, like that bass part at the beginning and sing. Oh he's singing. Oh he's singing. Oh he's a singer too. Okay. Okay, cool. He's really good. Or like when he's um Doing signs of selling yourself short. He's doing bum bum, but um bum, but um bum, but while singing yeah, the verse. Singing. Wow, that's that's actually pretty crazy. He's really really good. Nice. And uh, even more side note, currently he's their engineer. Like he's got oh, a sound engineer. He's got a recording studio. I can't remember what they call their studio, but he records their stuff. Nice. Like their uh, current stuff, which is still phenomenal. Check out their stuff. Their what's most their, recent album. Most recent their most recent full length is called See the Light killer i love that album and they just released a ep i think it's called sound the alarm i can't remember um i listened to it once through i think it's killer i just haven't picked it up yet okay um but anyway uh so yeah this song is seems like it's about like the woes or like the miseries of drinking yeah in like a party setting because he talks about like hello six pack of confidence i see like you've met miss 12 ounces of loneliness or something like that. And so they're they're, they're taking like a some type, uh, some of, drinking type of beer. Metaphor, like yeah, some type of size of beer pack, that you drink. 12 ounce and plastic cup. Putting a word to it. Or with loneliness or yeah. politics. Or just something to relate yeah. to. So and then he, at one point he talks, about, he talks about Mr. 40 ounce yes, or something yes. like that. Um, 
but I I really like this song though. It's so my favorite. So good. So fast. So awesome. Uh, track thirteen. Um, I picked four to recommend. By the way. Oh, that's fine by me, dude. Okay. Track thirteen is called "The Brightest Bulb Has Burned Out." Slash screws fall out. Is it two songs? It just says slash. It's one song. I don't know, I'm just saying that's most goofy. most songs nowadays do that, but yeah. I don't know if songs like back then did that. No songs did. Like And I say back then is in like a lot 10 of times years ago. songs they would split it up thirteen years but ago. But they would play into each other, like segue into each other. Yeah, yeah. This one This it, one definitely does. It could be two songs, but they, they put it as one. Yeah, so the first portion of the song, um It's, it's just a guitar. Just guitar. And vocal, right. Sorry, I'm I'm sorry, I get I get yes. I get ahead of myself and I want to explain the song before you do. You are right. It is just a guitar and vocal. Yes. And it's awesome. Yes. I love it. Awesome change from the full type of band feel. Um, and essentially, I just also really like the, the message of the song. And I think it's really appropriate that he played it just solo guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, because essentially the song, he's like singing to someone who is, uh, to quote a lyric from the song, feeling more dead than alive. You're feeling more dead than alive. Yeah. Yeah. Um and Just, then and then eventually on like the bridge or something he says But sometimes <laughs> But then eventually You gotta let it go <laughs> No 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 not that not that part yet. Um essentially he says But if you like if you need a shoulder to lean on, like if you need someone to believe in you like I can oh. be, I can be that for you. So back when it's still a coo- like back when it's still guitar, just one, one guitar, yeah. So he like addresses this person who's saying, um, like they know he knows that they feel more dead than alive. Correct. But I can be that person that you can lean on and can talk to about like whatever you're going through. So like, what are some of those lyrics? Because I, I talked over when you actually said the lyrics. What are some of those ones? Um, I think some of them are like, uh, um, but sometimes. Something like that, yeah. I find it. I can't remember. Hold on. Let me. Just, I just don't like. If you need someone to believe in you, I let you know I will. Yeah, it's a great heartwarming song. I love it. You know, so like, it, it, I just really like that it, they chose to pick a song and do vocal guitar only. Yeah. But. But then halfway through it, what they happens? go full band, and it's awesome. And how do they get to the full band? Like nice and slow, or do they build up, or sudden, explosive? Yeah. I'm not asking. I knew, I knew what had happened. I just wanted to say it. <laughs> Obviously, I know. Um, but I gave that song a five you out of five. Let it go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've never seen them do it, but I've seen videos where they they play the song, and their their singer will come out just by himself. It'll be the encore. So like, they'll play a set. They'll they'll go away, and he'll come back by himself, play the song, and as soon as the full band comes in, everyone comes in. They do their encore. Yeah. Uh, since then, they've written a song which kind of serves itself a little bit better for an encore, which I'll show you later. It's called The Rest of My Life. Fantastic Less Than Jake song. Yeah. Check it out if you haven't heard it. Um, but this song is still killer, and I'll let you continue. What'd you, what rating did you give it? Um, five out of five, and also a star. I know we're, we're usually going to pick three, but I had to pick four for this album. So the songs that I picked in order were... Are, uh, were, are, were... Are where what are songs? Uh, the first one is the science of selling yourself short. So that's the number one best song. Number one best song on okay. this album. I agree with you. I think that's a great song. Uh, next best song is the brightest bulb has burned out. Ooh, slash screws fall out. All right, good choice. Then good choice. 
The third best song is Plastic Up Politics. Good choice. And the fourth best song is Look What Happened. <sighs> All great songs. You know what? There's probably like half of this album I would say are best songs. Um, Do you want to give this an but overall? The last song, track 14. Oh, yeah, there is one more track. Is, it's, technically, it's technically a bonus track. And I could definitely see why it's technically a it's bonus track. It's a cover track. song. Yeah, it's a cover song. From what is a it? I'll let you. Cheap Trick? Yes. It's a song called Surrender. <clears throat> Mom is alright. Daddy's alright. They, they just seem a little weird. Surrender. Surrender. But don't, don't give yourself away. Way. Hey. Hey. I butchered the harmonies. I'm sorry. Um, but it was actually kind of a funny story. The first time I heard this song on this album, I was like, oh my gosh, I totally recognize that song. Yeah. And actually, and then Jesse, I, Jesse came to me. He's like, I didn't know Lesson Jake sang this song. And I was like, dude, it's a cover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's why I recognize it. I can't. I don't know the actual album that Cheap Trick released it on, but I, I don't really know either. I have their live at Budokan on vinyl, and it's on there. It's a catchy song, it's though. It's a very good song. I like the chorus. I do, too. Um, but overall, like, the album. But I also said like maybe not the best album closer. But now you say that it's a bonus track. It is it, like it literally. If you look at the album, it says bonus track okay. surrender. It makes sense then. I would way rather have them end with the uh, the song the brightest bulb. Um, overall, I would give this a four point five out of five. Awesome album, fast, great themes. Uh huh. Like super deep themes for a, a, punk, a ska band, a punk band. Yes. More than I would expect. Um, but. I, lo- I, I really, really like it, though. I'm very glad you recommended it to me. I'm glad that this album exists. Uh, so to wrap things up tonight, why don't we finish our beers? Yes. I've only got uh, uh, probably a sip and a half left. Same. I got a sip left uh, before we recommend next week's albums. All right. So what are you thinking? Uh, well, no, let's cheers first. All right. Let's cheers, put, our, put back our beers, and then you recommend an album for me, all right? Sounds good. Magic right. words, everybody. Shibbidi-bidow! Oh, delicious. That's good. And actually, as my beer warmed up, I still felt the same about it, in all honesty. Uh, Same for me. As my beer warmed up, um, I didn't really taste the berries anymore. It was still just kind of that, like, subtle kind of sweetness, kind of tartness that kind of went with that beer. Yeah, And in mine, it it still had definitely um, the barrel aging. Not my favorite barrel-aged beer, but it was good. It's it's good for a one-time try. I probably def no, I definitely won't have it again. Was that your favorite barrel-aged IPA? No. Have you had other ones? I have. I I literally haven't. I, I can't I can't remember what they were. I know I've had other ones that are better. That one's really good. I thought it's good, but I know I would I've had get, better. I would ones. get that one again. So, uh, looking on to the next episode, which will be in two weeks, recommend something for me, dude. All right. For you, I'm going to recommend um, an album that was kind of similar for you uh, this past week, which is kind of like you listened to it as a kid. and yeah. not, not really as a kid, but you listened to this band as a kid. Yeah. This album came out when we were in college. Yes. Um, but it is a album by the band Switchfoot. Which, which I'm is, obviously familiar with. I've yeah, you, you're, familiar, you're familiar with them, but you said you had not listened to this album yet. Which is? Which is the album Vice Versus. Correct. Which I Correct. believe came out in 2011. All right. Yeah. Something like I that. I, I know I've never listened to this album fully, so yeah. Yeah. So All right. Good That's deal. what I recommend for you. And here's what I'm going to recommend for you. You ready to get political? I guess. 
All right. It's a band called Propagandi or Propagandi. I don't know. I, I say Pro- Propagandi. I'll say Propagandi or Propagandi, actually. I've Propagandi. heard them say, I think it's Propagandi, but I, I always want to say Propagandi, but I think it's Propagandi. The album is called Supporting Cast. Supporting Cast. And Cast, like C A S T E. As in, like a, uh, like oh, a cast. cast system. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Gosh. not what you thought. All right. So I thought maybe like Supporting Cast, as in, like an, in a movie. Nope. Like, well, that's why they said it. Like, that's where the word came from. Right, right. But cast and, like, cast So we're in cast as in a cast system. Yeah, okay. All right. So, uh, it's going to be a very different week next week. Well, or in two <laughs> weeks, I'm sorry. Definitely two weeks. Will be two very different. I'm, well, I'm assuming propaganda is vastly different than Switchfoot. Very different. Yeah. And essentially, I don't agree with some of the things that propaganda says, but. Still pretty good, though. I respect their resolve. I love their music. Yeah. So I can get behind them. Okay. Ready? Yep. So thanks again. This has been episode number eight. My name is Stephen Johnston. And my name is Jesse Tonellas. And Yahoo and Cheers.